Okay. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Faster Masters Rowing Radio, where having a rowing coach only makes you better, and following a program gives you a true pathway to becoming a confident rower who is respected by your peers, become the athlete you want to row with. Uh, I'm Marlene Royal. Rebecca is away this week, so we would like to welcome you. Um, in today's show, we're going to be uh, showcasing the events at the San Diego Crew Classic, particularly the events for Masters. And we have Bobby Smith with us, the executive director of the San Diego Crew Classic, to tell us all about it. And the sponsor of this webinar is the 50th San Diego Crew Classic. And the regatta is going to be held uh, March 31st through April 2nd in 2003. And we've got um, a lot, the entries have already opened. So there is a lot of interest in this year's master's events. And Bobby is going to give us the full rundown and bring us up to date on the most current events of what is happening with the regatta. And I'm going to bring Bobby in right now. And hi, Bobby, welcome. Hi, good to see everyone. Yes, yes. Uh, so I guess, you know, first of all, welcome to everybody. We're very excited to be having our 50th San Diego Crew Classic this year. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, the San Diego Crew Classic was started initially so that uh, East and West crews can meet and we could showcase everyone uh, that's fast on the West Coast as well as all of those that they were typically competing against on the East Coast. But to bring everyone out here um, early in the season. So we say that the rowing season starts here because we're one of the first regattas in uh, the U.S. that time of year. Excellent. Could I ask you just quickly, Bobby, could you turn your, turn your volume down on your computer just a touch? Is that better? Yes. There. There you go. Okay. Yes. Great. So, well, tell us about tell us about you. You know, what's a little bit about your rowing background and how you got involved with the Crew Classic? So I have been rowing. I started rowing in 1995 at UCLA as a walk-on, and I. Um, my, I went to the crew classic that first year and I remember thinking it was amazing. You know, it was this huge regatta. Everything I'd ever been to was like scrimmages or it what just wasn't as big as the crew classic was. So it was really amazing to get to go and see this major regatta that was on the West coast and it wasn't very far from home. So that was great. And then I, you know, I rode for years. I rode for a ma as a master's rower. Um, I began coaching about 12 years ago and started coaching juniors and I uh, love that. It's uh, it's actually what brought me to San Diego from Los Angeles. Okay. And now I coach for San Diego Rowing Club. And then I became the executive director of the Crew Classic because, I mean, I love the regatta. I love rowing, everything about it. And it kind of combined, like my degree is in engineering and I've, I have a business that I own. So all of it kind of combined into this position where it worked out really well. Wow, it, it, it's quite a lot of entries and crews to manage. I mean, it's it's quite a large regatta now. It's at three days. Is it it is three days. days. So we expanded to Friday racing this year. It's all Masters racing on Friday. And um, that's actually where a bunch of the expanded events have come from. So and that's one of the reasons we're talking today, because we do have these new events. Uh, one of them being sculling. We've added sculling for the first time ever in Masters. So the women's sculling event has actually it's closed we had 
Wow. Eight and we had eight entries and we now have eight entries. Um, so there's there's that. There's also what we wanted to talk about today are the new masters intermediate events, which are a new classification entirely. We mm -hmm. wanted to, I had actually talked to Rebecca mm -hmm. and uh, during COVID. And one of the things that she had said was that it was unfortunate that masters that are new to rowing don't have their own event. So what we wanted to do is to create something that would help grow and expand the sport and create new opportunities for people who didn't row in college or who didn't mm -hmm. row as a junior. And so the idea behind the intermediate events is it's a master's event. You had, in this case, it's, you have to have started rowing within the last five years. We said January 1st of 2018, you can't have rowed before that. And of course, be a master's rower. So that's like, I think uh, it's 21 or 27 and up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, and also we ask that you not have won a major competition. So like mm -hmm. if you've won at Crew Classic, then right. you would be eligible for this event is a great right. example. Well, that, that opens up, I mean, that opens up so many opportunities for people. And, you know, with Matt, I mean, master's rowing is so diverse to begin with. And, you know, to have an, have a new category and to sort of lead, lead the way on a new category that just opens it up for, you know, maybe you're, you're in your 30s and you just started rowing or maybe in your, in your 50s and you just started rowing. And I think it's pretty overwhelming for many masters to race against seasoned rowers and scholars that have rowed for 25 years or who have rowed on the elite level and they've stayed in the sport or come back to the sport. And it's a whole level of you know, it's a whole level of participation when you're learning the sport as an adult. No, it's very, very different to learn it as an adult. You know, I, in college alone, right, I, I rode six days a week, a couple of hours a day, and I did that for four years. So most masters, when they first come to the sport, they row one, two, three times a week, and that's it. So it's totally different, and you're out there maybe for an hour, hour and a half. It's, it's just, it's not fair. And uh -huh. it doesn't necessarily, and it's fair in the sense that like we all have that experience and we're racing against each other for all of those of us that have that experience. But for people that are new to the sport and really want to go out and experience it, it's much harder. And yeah. you had better be like the most fit person ever in order to make it into one of these boats that's traveling to regattas, you know? And so it happens. There are individuals who stick out and manage to excel in master drawing from the get-go and end up in good boats. But at the same time, it wouldn't it be nice if we could give those people an opportunity to race and to learn how to race and to get out there and to do these things so that they learn and eventually maybe make it into those more competitive boats that take them a little bit of time because they're just learning now. Yes, I mean, I mean, and it's a good, it's a great stepping stone just for entering competition because perhaps somebody has started rowing, but they they didn't really they didn't really start racing a lot yet, or they haven't gone to a major, you know, a major event. Whereas this, this opens the door for, for an intermediate rower to go to a really major event that, that, you know, is, you know, it's a, it's a very prestigious event to win in a master's event. And, you know, there are people who train very hard for the crew classic. So it's an extremely competitive um, a regatta across the board, across all the, all the age groups. And, um, you know, to give that opportunity for people to come in and say, wow, you know, like I can go to a race at this level and I, and I have a chance to win at this race. Whereas in a race like the head of the Charles now, which, which it is such a big event, you know, 
you're going to be somewhere in the middle, right? And yes, it's one fun to improve every year, but you know, it's difficult to have an opportunity to win the event. You know what I'm saying? Well, and the other thing about going out and winning an event like this is that it builds people's confidence. And then it also, it makes it more fun. So then you're more likely to want to go to more races. So then you get more experience, everything about it helps people and it helps our sport. You know, people are talking about growing the sport, creating something new and different and just being more encompassing in regards to like just welcoming people. Well, this is one way to welcome people is to have something where, okay, you're not a novice because, you know, we all know what novice are and what that means, but you're, you're still not to the point where it's like, okay, but I'm in, I want to be in this boat that has like former Olympians in it because that happens all the time at crew classic. I have raced myself with several former Olympians at crew classic. (laughs) So, you know, that's, it's a different boat, but you want to have like those goals and aspirations to make it into that. And you need a foundation. You need a starting point, something where you can say, you can point back and go, I did this, I did this thing. So like, I'm going to continue in the sport because I want to do it again. Yes. Well, and it gives people, actually, they have five years of eligibility that they can row in the event. Absolutely. Until they win it. Once they've won it, they've won it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then after that, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you, you can continue to race it. And so you can continue to work at it. If you're in your, yeah. you know, I would, if I were in my first year, there is a novice event this year too. I okay. would enter that. Um, but if you're in your second year, here you go. Here's a race for you. And it's, it's really built for those people, the people in their second, third, fourth, fifth years of rowing. But, um, yeah. So I think, I think it, it has a lot of potential for growth and I think it is the kind of thing that will definitely help the sport. And is, are the novice events new this year? Yes. We've never okay. had novice masters. All we've ever had before is a club events for masters and then letter races. So the letter races right, are based right. on the average age of the boat. And so it's, it is, it is different in that regard. We've added sculling, we've added, a it's a mixed novice mm-hmm. eight, right? Because I think it's going to be harder to find eight women in the same club, unless you're an all women's club mm-hmm. that, ha- you know, are all novice. Whereas a mixed eight, I think is more likely to come together. And then, um, so mixed novice eight, we have the inter- two intermediate eights, a men and a women's intermediate eight. We have the two sculling events. Um, and then we added, th- we added something in the junior side of things. Um, but those are, those are the big ones. Wow. So that's five new, five new masters events. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing something by the way, but anyway, it's, it, there are a number of new events. Um, and there oh, well, there's the, the, there's the club, just the club quad, there's the club quad and then the club intermediate quad. There isn't an intermediate quad. No, there's just the oh. club quad. Club it's just the, club the intermediate eight. Okay. The intermediate eight. Yeah. We are just so everybody knows we're a big boats race. So it's all quads or eights. There are fours for the women, um, collegiate athletes. And that's because that's what the NC2A asks of them, right? To have two mm-hmm. eights and a four. So we want to support them in regards to what they're being asked from the NC2A. Otherwise we don't have any fours events. We just have eights and quads. And what's the and distance? It's two gay. What other so, distance could it be? What other? Well, and and that that's actually un, for for a masters race. That's an unusual distance. 
It absolutely is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but I think it's good for everybody. You know, those longer distances, um, they make us be a little bit more in shape. You've got to train a little bit harder for a 2K. I had a coach I used to work with. He used to say you could fake a 1K, but you couldn't fake a 2K. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> you know, little, I can go for four minutes, but eight. Yeah, I know. And there's a little bit more tolerance. I think I think if you look at the events, like say the novice event and the intermediate event, I mean, one of one of the definite differences between rowing racing 1k and racing 2k like in in a 1k race your start is about eight percent of your race so it's mm -hmm. a really high percentage of your race so if you have any any bad start any bad stroke you really don't have any time to recover from that whereas in a 2k race your your start your start sequence is worth about four percent so it's it's not as you know for for crews who are maybe a little bit less experienced, it's not as impactful if something goes a little bit haywire or crazy at the start, or you know, if if you have a bad stroke here and there, you've in 2K you've got a little bit more time. I mean, it's still a pretty challenging distance, but um <laughs> we've got a little bit of time to recover from a bad stroke. Whereas in 1K, it's just like it's just so quick, you know. You can definitely recover in a 2K, however it's every bad stroke's pretty painful. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. And, and, and that third, the, the now it's not the third 250, it's the third 500. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I know um, I knew somebody who raised a 1K in thirds rather than in quarters. And you, you definitely cannot do that with a 2K. No, a little bit, a little bit more strategy, and um, for our listeners, the the regatta date is March March thirty first, so it it fits in very very well for having a, a really strong winter training goal. I think that's one thing that's really it, you know it it coincides with the the collegiate season. Obviously, it's a it's a strategic time for the collegiate season, but also I think for masters. It's a it's a great way to lead into the next on water season, and it it you know gives you some really solid training goals over the winter, which which you should be starting to think about in December. You know, don't wait till after the holidays if you want to be in a you know have a have, have a really competitive race. Like, don't wait till the last minute to start training for two. In fact, hopefully we all train for head racing season. So this is just like the way forward, right? Like head racing season is almost like the base. And yes. now we've got like winter training. And then this is what the real point is, is spring, spring and summer racing. Yes, exactly. Because, you know, they're sort of, you know, there's, there's the indoor championships, which I think is a little bit early this year. Um, I, I want to say it's like in February. Maybe? It's the beginning. Of, it's the beginning of February. The indoor championships, where typically it's more like the third week of February. So it, it's almost like only two weeks between. Oh no! Well, no. I guess Crew Classic is a bit later. I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're a little bit closer. But so you can train for Crash Bees and then have a little break and then tune up again for Crew Classic. Well, and it's. I mean, you're gonna if you're training for Crash Bees. Is it two K for Masters? I've always, yes. for me, it's always been 2K. Yeah. yeah. I know that there's like 1K races too. So then you're, you're already naturally training for that distance anyway, and it'll go faster on the water. Exactly. So you're ready. Mentally, you're definitely ready. Yes. It's yeah. a lot more fun on the water too. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, there's teammates, you know, people to pull for. I, I love being in a boat myself. And uh, tell us a little bit, 
what what is the definition for the club events versus the lettered the lettered events of the masters age so in a club event you have to compete for the same club all weekend so i know one of the concerns that people have are rolodex crews as people call them and those crews though so you can you can race for one of them in our club events but you have to race for that club all weekend long. So if you're then racing in a composite, in a letter event, it has to be a composite boat. It would not be a boat for a club. But one of the things that we are going to do this year is in any club event that has more than 12 entries, we are going to award a medal. So we'll award the winner. There will be an overall winner. They will receive the trophy. They're the person who won the event but we're also going to give a trophy to the actual club. And we're gonna define club, I believe, as being within 50 miles of the boathouse. So every person in the boat needs to be within 50 miles. So we'll have two winners, mm -hmm. uh, likely for some of the club events. And it, it's because like, I'm a part of a club. You know, I row for the San Diego Rowing Club and everybody who races for us at the event lives within 50 miles of our club. Mm -hmm. And so those people, I don't know, I think that, that you do kind of deserve a medal for being part of an actual crew that meets together and goes out, you know, three, four, sometimes five, six days a week, depending on the master's program. And you're out there working together every day. It's, it is mm -hmm. different than, yes, you know, I, I've been part of crews where I was asked to come and race for a club that like I hadn't necessarily trained with, but it was, you know, because I was racing under their umbrella, it was fine. And um, that's not quite as fair. I, I, I don't want to say it's not fair. Like, I get it. I did it. It's a different culture. So, like, I get it. But at the same time, I'd like to encourage our actual clubs, right? The people that are out there working together every day, they're friends, they've got each other's back in more way than one, you know? Mm -hmm. So, that, that was the goal of that medal. And what is the medal called? What What do you mean the medal? The oh, the club is in the yeah. club medal. I don't have a name for the club medal that oh, we would okay. give as a an award. Do you have any ideas? We'll think of I one. For sure. to give it a name. <laughs> we'll We'll consult with Rebecca. I'm sure we'll come up with something for it. Oh, I would love. Yeah, I would love that because that, this is you know, that it's most likely to be for actual club eight, not the intermediate club eight. If you're talking about the intermediate club eight, that would be the faster masters intermediate men's and women's club eight. That does have a name. But uh, when it comes to the secondary medal in the in the club events, we don't have one for that yet. Well, I think I think it's, I think it's a really it's a really nice way to award the club culture because in masters rowing, you know, we have so much diversity of people, right? And and so there are people who travel to race with their teammates, or there's people who join composite crews. And so right now the crew classic has composite crews. It has intermediate crews. It has a novice crew for masters. And then you have your the our masters A, B, D, um, all the way up to G. So we have you're you've covered. We all even the have crew. H and I. To be honest, once you get into F plus we will give a medal to everybody in each age group. Like that's our mm -hmm. opinion, because as far as I'm concerned, masters, they're still showing up at 75, 80 years old, 85, like at our own boathouse. Please, if you guys win and you go out there and you compete, you deserve a medal. Absolutely. And even if you run them in the same event, I mean, they're still, 
racing the people of their own age group. And, exactly. you know, as we see in, you know, this year, the head of the Hooch was huge and the head of the Charles was huge. And they've got groups going into the 80 year olds now. So it's, you know, those places will get get filled because now the the, the 75 to 79 year old group is saying, well, I can't wait till my 80th birthday so I can change, <laughs> so I can change age categories. I want to race up. <laughs> exactly. I want to race up another category. And um, and we're very excited at Faster Masters Rowing that that um, we will be the sponsor of the Intermediate 8 trophy. I think that that's very exciting for us as well. Yeah, we're excited to share it with you. And like I said, part of it is because Rebecca actually was the one who inspired it. We had a conversation during COVID and she said, you know, what about opportunities for people in their first few years as masters? And I thought that is a great question and I'm glad she asked it. Well, I, the fact that you've taken taken the horse by the reins, I think is wonderful. And I, you know, we've got our fingers crossed that it will, that it will spread into other major events and start maybe, you know, creating more events for this this actual group of group of masters rowers and which they can be eligible for for five years you know so you know go Absolutely, for yeah. go for your you know you've got four or five years you can row intermediate um i think it's just just wonderful and i'm going to put up on the screen if if anyone would like more information about the crew classic the website is www.crewclassic.org uh, the, the registration is on Regatta Central. So and it is currently the, open. Yep, it is currently open as of October 24th, I think it said today. And, um, you know, the, the Crew Classic website has all the Regatta information and um, about accommodations, parking, everything you need to know about vendors, everything you need to know about the Regatta. Also, if people would like to come to the Regatta as a vendor. And, Absolutely. Um, and actually something that you mentioned, Rebecca created a forum in your app for anybody who would, for instance, like to be part of an intermediate eight, but maybe they don't have a boat. So if you want to put one together, she was suggesting that you kind of communicate in that forum on the app. Yeah, absolutely. And the, um, the Faster Masters app is a free, it's a free app. Um, it can be downloaded through, um, at the Apple store and the Google store, you know, wherever you get your apps, it's available. <laughs> and it is, it is a free app. And, and if, and once you, what you have to create a login, you know, you have to create an account to use the, the app, but it is free and it's got all of our websites are there. And then if you do subscribe to any of our products or webinars, you can also access them through the app, but, but down in the more button, are the forums and we've started the discussion group for the San Diego, San Diego crew classic. So that is one way that people can easily connect with each other between the people who are within, within faster masters. So we definitely encourage people to use that. And, and me anyone, too. I would love yes. to have a faster masters eight out there as well. You know, it's like, you've got the trophy, if they want it, it would be like so synergetic. It'd be great. I know. Well, we may have to work on that. If we give Rebecca the idea, I'm sure she'll start working on something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but if anyone would also like information, the email is info at crewclassic.org. So, you know, feel free to connect the organizing committee. And if you have questions, they would love international crews to come, um, you know, and just help help to spread the word of Masters Rowing. So, 
uh, I'd like to, I'm going to, you know, thank you so much, Bobby, for, for spending this time with us and kind of, you know, just kind of pumping up the energy of the crew classic and letting, letting people know that, Hey, you know, we're creating more opportunities and, and the crew classic is right at the forefront of that. So I think that's, that's really, really exciting. So well, we're very, we're very excited to be doing this. So we just hope that everybody comes out and races. That's what we want. Yes, ex absolutely. And do you live stream the, the regatta? Is it, is we it do, uh, we have a YouTube channel. It's, San Diego, it's like Crew Classic, I think is our YouTube handle. I know that that was recently a thing. Um, and it, we live stream the whole weekend. Friday racing currently, like we had to move everything up, is not necessarily, we are not guaranteeing live streaming for it, but we are going to do our best mm -hmm. um, because last year there, you know, we, it ended up not starting. I don't think we were able to start live streaming until like 4 p.m. So we're hoping that we don't have that issue this year, but it's all good, you know. Um, it will be something we're just working on all of the logistics to so make sure everything in regards to the race primarily yes. goes off without a hitch. Yeah, that's, so that's number one. Mostly focused on. But the live stream will be available Saturday and Sunday for sure. Wonderful. Well, and that's going to be really exciting too, because the masters, a lot of masters racing on Saturday as well. So, um, and, and Sunday. You mentioned and Sunday morning too, but you also mentioned like, you know, all of the international folks this year, we're very excited um, to have some uh, additional collegiate European crews joining us. I'll just put that out there for nice. now. I'm not yes. going to say who, but I will say that it's going to be a very exciting year at Crew Classic. Yes. Well, and for those people who are interested, when they go on to Regatta Central, if you go in, once the entries start coming in, you'll actually, if you go into the events you're interested in, you, you can start to see who's listed in the entries. So you can yeah, take I would, a I would look in January. That's when I'll release the invitationals and then you'll get to see them. Oh, okay. okay. I, know I, it. I keep it private for a little while, very close to the heart, but I am super, I'm very excited. And it's not just men's crews. It'll be women's crews too. So it's going to be a really great year. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much. I'm just going to say goodbye to our listeners and we'll be back in one second. Bye. So this has been Faster Masters Rowing Radio, the show dedicated to masters athletes who want fun, fitness, and confidence in their rowing. Become a student of the sport by buying a Faster Masters Rowing program subscription today at fastermastersrowing.com slash join. And we'd really like to thank San Diego Crew Classic and Bobby Smith for being our guest on today's podcast.